Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. Ben Ha, the phono mansa himself what? in the place. <laughs> the phono mansa. Because okay. I'm not a phono mansur. I'm a phono mansa. It's like a magician, uh-huh. like a necromancer, okay. but a phono mansur because I use music to make magic. Shout out to Phonogram. The dope-ass comic book that okay. I just finished reading. Okay, that's where I, I got the new name from. That, right. That's where it all <laughs> comes from. And we are here on Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. And how's everybody doing out there in Fan Bros land? We're doing good. I, I know I probably should do my intro, maybe. Maybe. This is Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as, not the Stiletto Stunner today, because it's really rainy. I'm wearing rain boots. She's so. the rubber stunner. The what? The black rubber stunner. Uh, She's got the black rubber boots on. You gotta come up with something sexier than that. I don't know. Black rubber is pretty sexy. Oh. True indeed. Yeah. Black latex. Yeah, I got exactly. a theme for it. Form fitting. Yowza. On yeah. a woman's calves, ankles, feet, <laughs> thighs, the arch of her feet. And Mr. Creepy over there is also known as Chico Leo, the Jaguar Prince. Or the Polaroid Don over right, here. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, we got to get some of those pictures up on fanbros.com. I don't know if they're ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've got some, you know, we've got some adult, uh, un- unlike uh, the, uh, you know, Toys R Us, Breaking Bad, uh, you know, action figures. I feel like our audience can handle uh, handle a little toplessness. I'm sure we'll get into that in a, just a second, but I know we have some big news we wanted to announce. I mean, that's pretty big news, but let's really talk about the big news, folks. Speaking of fanbros.com, we have been nominated for the Black Weblog Award. For Best Gaming and or Comics Blog. Yay. So only the blog got nominated this year, not the podcast? The podcast was in the the first round, but uh, okay. All but, right. but we made it through to the semifinals or the finals right. for the blog. So right. so voting has has already started up. That's started right. Up on it's the just started up. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we need everyone to chip in and vote your heart out. You go to Black Weblog Awards. That's with an S. dot com, and you find us in the like I said, the best gaming comics blog category, and click on our name and click on submit. That's all you need to do. If you know some of the other stuff, go ahead and click them. But just for our category, you got to click on it. Fan Bro Show. And tell your friends. And tell your friends. Tell your mother. Tell your father. And your, your teammates. Papa. And your teammates. Well, if you're on a superhero team, you should vote for us. I yeah, mean, but of course. Right. Tell your enemies. Right. Your arch enemies. <laughs> tell your them your sidekicks. Your sidekick. You exactly. That's very important. Yeah. Get your sidekick voting for us. We need all the Robins to help us out. Right. Yeah, I think voting ends um, almost at the end of this month, October 28th. So please do everything you can to vote and share the information with everyone. We need your help. We want to win this thing. We want DJ Ben Amin to go down to Austin and accept the award on our behalf because we're too broke for the whole team to go down there. So please <laughs> vote for Fan Bro Show. And it's just like been my dream since I was a little child 
to and accept the award on somebody's behalf. Like that was always the thing I wanted to go up there and do and be like, you know, like you say, MC Hammer couldn't be here tonight, <laughs> but I will accept this Oscar for his role <laughs> in the remake of Driving Miss Daisy. It, it could happen. Never yeah, I don't know. It could it could very well happen. I mean, you know, we had uh you know, P. Diddy was on Broadway last year, so MC Hammer could try and out out uh you know, out Diddy him. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Out Diddy him. I like right. that. That that should be like That's, a verb. that should be a new phrase, yeah. Like out diddying someone. Yeah, like for you know, like yo, my eyes wide shut party had, you know, Oh God! Five hundred naked women in masks having sex. I out diddy diddy, <laughs> that kind of thing. Cue the Rick Ross MC Hammer song. <laughs> what? Oh my God! Oh my God! Again, fan bros. If you have not been living under a rock, if you have internet connection of any time of any kind. I can't even speak right now. I'm butchering every word because the Avengers <laughs> Age of Ultron trailer dropped early. It's Christmas in October. Halloween isn't even here yet. The, and the internet ooh. is leaking. No, the internet leaking. is leaking. Leaking. <laughs> leaking all kinds of goodness all over you right now. Yeah, Age of Ultron. The movie comes out next April, but the trailer, which was supposed to drop next week on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is out all over the internets. Hopefully you've seen it. We got to check it out. Tatiana Chico, what do you think? I mean, it looks it looks it looks really dope. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I was wondering if they were going to try and top somehow top the, uh, you know, the previous one, the way sometimes sequel. And this one, you know, think things, you know, the, the world seems to have gone to hell in a handbasket. Very quickly. And, you know, our heroes are in that handbasket. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, there's there's a lot of dope stuff going on there. I mean, I'm assuming, you know, at this point, people will have uh, had a chance to check it out. But I mean, what was definitely... your favorite moment from it? Um, I Well, all right. So the Hulkbuster armor was really dope. I mean, th there's a lot of stuff that's unexplained that makes me want to like, oh, what's that? You know, like so there's just a random shot of ballerinas or there's a shot of Nick Fury wearing, you know, wearing like some kind of like, you know, bank robbers beanie. And you're sort of wondering about that. Like um, you had men running through the snow. Right. So half naked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly. I mean, you definitely see Robert Jennings or, you know, Tony Stark at a loss for words when he sort of sees what his creation seems to be uh, be up to. I mean, there's definitely a little bit of a what have I wrought kind of uh, right, right, sense right. there. I'm so glad you used the word wrought. That right. was so great. Well, I, you know. I, I, I was going to say it, so I'm glad you did. All right. The, Tatiana. Yeah. So the trailer, I agree. I, I'm, I'm with the consensus. It, it looks dope. It looks fabulous. It was wow for me. Um, obviously, also like the Hulk poster, Hulk poster scene. Hulk Buster. Hulk, there we go. Wow, I'm I'm butchering stuff. I think I'm just so damn excited right now. But um, I, I, my favorite scene actually, there's a part where it looks like it's Ultron himself, or or the beginnings, the makings of Ultron actually singing the "I've Got No String" song, that that famous Pinocchio Barbara Streisand song. So, um, if you notice, like he walks and he actually picks up one of Tony's, I guess one of this one of the Iron Man skeletons, if you will, and He's singing this song really ominously. And everyone has this really pensive look throughout the entire trailer, which 
one makes me think, okay, is there going to be that? How much comedy is going to be in this? Because this looks like it's going to be really dark and really serious. Obviously, I think they're going to balance it out, but I, I'm excited to see how they they just present everything. No, I mean, like, uh, full disclosure here, I think Avengers is the greatest comic book superhero movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Josh Whedon. I just thought the combination of everything in it was, you know, it, it's one of those things that I didn't think was going to work, and he made it work. So it's it's still the greatest to me. So I'm really hoping this does manage to top it somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I really like, like you and Chico both mentioned, is how it looks really dark. And as we know, this is the second one. You know, this is the Age of Ultron. It looks like it might even end on a bad note. Right, because, I mean, that would actually be a perfect lead-in for the whole Civil War series. So Yep, with Civil War coming with Captain America 3, where yeah. Ultron's done so much damage that Tony Stark is like, okay, I can't do this anymore. The superheroes need to register, and Captain America goes against that, which leads into Civil War. Right. And I just would love to see a movie do like The Empire Strikes Back, you know, where it's like the second in the trilogy and it just ends on a bad note for the heroes. That would just be something that would be so amazing. I just in general, a lot of these movies always superhero movies, particularly of the last decade, always end up ending on a good note or or semi good note for the most part. I would love to see it just not turn out well for anybody. And another thing, long term listeners of the Fan Bros show know how I felt about Age of Ultron, the comic book. You hated it. To, 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 yeah, to, be, to, be, light, to yeah. be light about it, you hated right. it. <laughs> the storyline from Age of Ultron, is, the movie is not based on the storyline from Age of Ultron, the comic. And actually, as much as I hated the storyline of Age of Ultron, I have to say that it did have a lot of dope ideas. They just weren't carried out well. But the storyline of the movie seems to be that uh, Tony Stark is like, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been disbanded. There needs to be some type of security force. So he builds this Ultron robot who then decides, like he says in the trailer, that I have no strings and I'm not a puppet Nobody like you are. Nobody puppet. He yeah. is controlled by no one. So I'll do what I need to do to make this world right. Yeah. And thus begins the age of Ultron. So it's a dope idea. Um, Robert Downey said that the script has the best villain motivation that he's ever read. Mm. And that might be going a little far because I feel like the villain motivation is kind of like a Skynet type of thing where it's like, you know, humans. Which is the typical evil robot overlord, kill all humans. Matrix, Terminator. So we'll see if there's more to it than that. Because, you know, I, I do have faith in Mr. Downey, so... You know, if he says that, I feel like there must be something to it. Mm-hmm. And one thing I do want to say, um, my one of my favorite moments from the trailer was James Spader's voice because he's real calm and cool with it and just like, I have no streams. It's not what I expected. I expect them more metallic, more right. robotic, and it's just really calm and cool, and it has that, like, you can't win type of tone to it's it. very calculated even more so calculated than an obvious like you said robotic reference voice it's more scary to be honest for something that's very domineering and literally evil but it's very calm and and very smooth about it like hey this is what it is there's no escape 
You know, the other thing is, I mean, yeah, it's sci-fi and all that, yeah. but I mean, they're developing robots to help old people, like elderly people in old folks' homes, and there's going to be like driverless buses on the roads within like five years. Yes. And and those driverless buses could do this, could could react just like Ultron and feel like they have no strings and drive, you know, drive all over the all over the world without letting you out. Well, they. they <laughs> I think there'll be certain I, safeguards, I but we are approaching. Yeah. A well, time. yeah, but, right, but but Tony Stark thought there were certain safeguards in Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark stuff is way well. more right. advanced than a bus driving a bunch of people around in New York City or wherever. So. Right. I think Ultron's a little bit more dangerous than the average New York City bus. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I'm just <laughs> well, saying. Buses are kind of dangerous. I'm just already. saying, art, art, art often imitates life, and you know, and yeah. uh, we are approaching a time. In science where artificial intelligence is Absolutely. definitely becoming an issue and the idea of it so i mean yeah i was gonna say if, if it doesn't have any i mean this is nerdy but if it doesn't have any real decision making logic then you don't really have nothing to worry about yeah but you know sooner or later computers are going to get to that decision making right. logic and we're going to have to deal with it when it does and it looks like the avengers are going to have to deal with it next april in avengers age of ultron that's right <laughs> I should have done that. Next April, right. the Avengers will have to deal with it. In a world. Yeah, in a world. <laughs> where the Avengers have to deal with it. Yeah, so Avengers Age rolls on. It looks really good. It looks a lot better than the comic, you know. And like I say, hopefully it can come close or even just equal the greatness that was Avengers. You can fight me if you don't think it was the greatest movie ever because it is. Is Joss Whedon directing Age of Ultron? Yes, he is. Oh, wow. And he All wrote right. it again. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, the pedigree is there. Right. And Marvel, you know, after Captain America 2, they are on a roll, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know, this is nets up to bat. I, I, doubt, I doubt they dropped the pitch with this one. Right. I seriously doubt it. Yeah. All right. In, in in vaguely related news, just not, not to the Avengers of Age of Ultron, but in terms of this sort of sci-fi world we're living in, um, there was a, a concert this last weekend at the Hammerstein Ballroom that was completely sold out. That was that Japanese rock star who's a, who's just a hologram, like was never a human being, which I think is different than like the Tupac hologram or the Michael Jackson hologram. There is a hologram rock star in Japan who's just a hologram. Like it's not. That's an Miku. Right. Exactly. And were, were you there? Vocaloid. Were no, you, I just know. I, yeah. I, I, I follow. Anime no, I know. So that but but I think that's a really big deal that, you know, she sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom. Um, and I'm sitting here describing a hologram as she... She was on David Letterman. Right. So, I mean, like, this is... I mean, we are... I mean, like, the, you know... The, we are this, living in the future. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a whole, you know... When Terminator 2 came out in 1992 or whatever, and, and we thought, oh, 1999 is going to be Judgment Day or whatever, and then seven years went by and Skynet, as far as we know, hadn't gone active. Um, you know, but but now these things, I mean, you know... I don't know. I I just I just wanted to throw <laughs> throw that out there. I feel like that's a Fambro's worthy news item. Oh no, I definitely feel that. Like that, that, that is, you know, you know, I just don't know where to go with it after that. Right. You know, it's like you say, we're living in the future, folks. It's a crazy time and place. You know, meth selling dolls are being sold <laughs> right. at Toys R Us. Oh my God. Well, yes, it is Fambro's show. I hope everybody's had a great weekend. We are still recovering from Comic Con. 
from Howard University Homecoming. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all my HU in the building. You know how we do. We were down there. It was a great weekend. Comic-Con was slamming. There's so much more content coming on fanbros.com ASAP Rocky. We got the Mike Tyson interview up today. I mean, that that's pretty big. That's know? that's about as big as it gets. Yeah. The champ, the, right. the world champ himself, interviewed by Tatiana King Jones. It was a great interview, you guys. You really need to see this. Really funny guy, really nice, really kind, but most importantly, really funny guy. I mean, definitely. I got to see his live show last year when he was taping it for HBO. It was hilarious live. Mike, you know, he's turned over a new leaf. Like Spike Lee directed him. that, right? Yeah, Spike yeah, yeah, Lee directed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Very well done. Even better live, I thought, than watching on HBO. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, big shout-outs to Mike Tyson's Mysteries on Adult Swim. Check the interview on fanbros.com. And also, big up to Chico Leo. We got the man on the street. The cosplay interviews, the brap segment dropping tomorrow. By the time you hear this show, it'll be on Fan Bros. It's amazing work. It's going to be crashing computers everywhere because everyone's going to be checking it out. It, yeah, you asked me. I have to say, you asked me last week what my 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 favorite moment of Comic Con was, and definitely. You know, you spend, you know, you grow up and you're reading about, you know, you're reading the adventures of Hawkman and, you know, Black Panther and Wolverine and all these people. And so I got to I got to interview them, you know, all in person. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty dope. I have to I have to say, like, forget about, you know, no, no, uh, um, no, no, no offense to Gina Torres. But, yeah, I don't know where I pulled that out of. Uh, I think, <laughs> you know, uh, my Gina Torres signed photo. No. That was nothing next to talking to, uh, you know, a real life Thanagarian like Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got into some of the inter interspace uh, intergalactic politics. And uh, yeah, I think. Uh, and, and there's definitely some real breaking news in there, which we don't want to reveal. But no, uh, no, no, definitely no, some very big breaking news in, in, in that comes out in one of those interviews. Yep, All kind of dopeness. But for now, we got the Brap segment. It's dropping tomorrow, or like I said before, as soon as you hear this episode, it'll be up there. Um, like you were talking about, though, another big moment from mm -hmm. Comic-Con that I have to bring up is Illa YC asking Robert Kirkman, the author, creator of Walking Dead, why there are no black people in his in Atlanta. Probably the most ultimate question you can ask, the most ultimate and relevant question you can ask, where are the black folk at? Yeah, my name is Yuri with the Fan Bros Show. Uh, my question for Robert oh. is, um, are you going to do any more world building, showing like maybe what's happening in California or Texas or Canada? Uh, and why didn't your Atlanta have more black people? <laughs> um, we, oh, more rain and more black people, Robert. Uh, I, I feel like our cast diversified a little bit more as we as we moved on, but I feel like there's always a lot of work that can be done towards that. So, uh, you know, we, we try to keep our uh, cast as not white as possible because we all know <laughs> white people are terrible. Um, well, I think everyone knows that, like, you know, horror movie, black people die of fur. So when Rick was in his coma, like, it just... <laughs> Hey, this is a genre sto story. We're playing by the way. Well, we got a lot more general fuckery. 
<laughs> and whatnot coming on this episode of Fan Bro Show. We're going to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Hey, yo, Internet, it's Kim Sonian, the ghost producer of the Fan Bro Show, right here with my man Don Will. Yep. And we need you to rate, subscribe, and comment on our iTunes page, our SoundCloud page, and of course, check out fanbros.com. For what, Don Will? What do they need to check out? For all the hottest updates in geek culture. What? I over-enunciated for diction and clarity. Bang. And welcome back, internets. I hope you're enjoying this special edition of Fan Bros Show. We are here in the space pod, performing our regular duties, bringing you that goodness. And I'm excited right now, Chico. I'm super hyped. Marvel really needs to hurry up and get a black leading superhero. Yes, I agree. Because DC has jumped the gun on them for once and cast Ray Fisher as Cyborg. And he's going to have a movie in 2020. I, well, that's, yeah, that's still 2020. I mean, who knows if even the Earth is going to be here in 2020 <laughs> having nothing to do with Ultron. But, uh, I mean, I feel like, again, not, you know, like like DC, like Arrow and Gotham and, uh, you know, that they, they've definitely been doing the diversity thing. And it's not, I mean, it's like all people of color. Like the guy playing Deathstroke is half Maori, the, you know, native people of, like, New Zealand and, and uh um, Jason Momoa, yeah, yes, yeah, Aquaman, yeah. So DC is yeah. definitely. I have to say they've really been doing the. They've embracing the diversity and and female thing. Now let me ask you guys one question. You can see uh, say if I'm being too PC or not. Amanda Waller is a character in the DC universe who is a very 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 plus sized uh, black woman. Yes. Not anymore. Well, so that's so she on Arrow is played by a very, 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 very fine, also you know, thin, also you know, black woman. A, but in a new DC new Fifty Two. Oh, she's Amanda not. Waller is skinny. See, so I so, guess so. They, so they can say, oh, we're just matching yeah, the new that. character. I yeah. I was gonna say. Do you I think mean, there's like fat shaming well, going the, on? The, well, you know, like I was gonna say, a lot, a lot of fan bros and a lot of comic fans, a lot of fan boys out there are a little pl- on the plus side, and I'm just wondering, like, you know, there are uh, there are other actresses like Arrow does not suffer from 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 having too few good looking people. Its biggest critique, from my point of view, is that it's like a CW show and everybody's way too good looking, mm. and so I mean, I, you know, like th- there's definitely. I feel like changing Amanda Waller, even in the comics, it was, was a little bit, yeah, right? Was, yeah, it was, and it was, it was definitely an issue when it happened. Was it pandering yeah. to the whole, the whole skinny culture thing? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, because Amanda an, Waller's a great car- character. I know her as, even from the cartoons. As yeah, she was big in the it's, cartoons. It, it's 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 a little bit of a slap in the face. I feel like to plus size fans out there. Also, not to be too hyper realistic, like Amanda Waller was like in her forties and ran like some super nsa you know now they right. have this woman who's like 27 nothing against 27 year olds mark zuckerberg is you know 30 or whatever but does she look she, believable she look like she can, as the she, head of the nsa right yeah like yeah yeah exactly you know like she like nick fury is middle-aged we buy him running shield if they brought in some hot 25 year old woman 27 year old woman running shield n- n- her hotness has nothing to do with it. i'm just saying the youth aspect of it 
you know, I mean, Sam Jackson is grizzled, you know? <laughs> he's, he's been through, you know what I mean? Like, I get what you're he's, saying. He's missing an eye, he, you know? He's weathered. I mean, like, he's, he's gone through the wars. Yeah, he's a weathered man, but exactly. he has the wisdom. Right, right. Sam he, he, he exudes the wisdom, much yes. like how if, for instance, if uh, Angela Bassett had played that character, she, absolutely, she this wisdom, absolutely, this, as she, she, you can, you, she's believable as right. the head of this right. super organization. That would be, yeah, that would have been great. Oh, she would have been fantastic. Once right. again, Amanda another Waller. role that could have been Amanda Waller. <laughs> Amanda Waller is a, is an intim is a physically intimidating character, and Angela Bassett can bring gravitas that would intimidate. You absolutely. know what I mean? So, yeah, no, that would have been better. On the other hand, they got, you know, she's certainly very easy on the eyes and, uh, you know, is another actress in the model of like Duala. If you watched uh, Battlestar Galactica, Lieutenant uh, Duala, yeah. who many people have considered would be a great choice for uh, Storm if, you know, if they went young. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there about the Amanda Waller thing. I mean, they make all kinds of changes. Some people bitch about some of the changes because it's just different from continuity. That one, I felt like it's not like you have a lot of, you know, big characters running around who aren't like, you know, the blob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like well, <laughs> Fred C. Dobbs. The, la the last part right? was Isn't funny, but, but, but that was a very good observation. Yeah, yeah I, I just, you. you know. And again, the CW, they really do. I think it could be an issue on The Flash, too. Just everybody's a little too good looking. It, it, it put me off on even Vampire Diaries when I watched the first couple of seasons of that. Just people are too good looking. I mean, well, when vampires in general, they always make them too good looking. That's, that's I, part of the allure. That's part of how they get people, how, how they get you. And also the fact that you were watching Vampire <laughs> Diaries. Yeah, yeah I, I've never, I've never to be watched that. <laughs> I, watched, I, I think I watched... I, I definitely watched two seasons. I might have watched three full seasons of The Vampire Diaries. Wow. Well, um, another new teen show that you might want to watch, Static Shock. Oh, yeah. No, I do want to watch that, without a doubt. I'm it's, excited about that. What's going on with that? Yeah, Static Shock has been announced to be getting a new web series. For those who don't know, Static Shock was originally a milestone comic book. It had a really dope animated series for on years. WB. It features the adventures of Virgil Hawkins. Virgil Hawkins. And I remember that off the top of my head, Me folks. Too. Yes, Virgil. And that was my favorite of actually the Milestone comics when I was when I was reading those when those came out. It was dope yeah. as hell, man. They had a a crazy issue. I mean, not like crazy, but a really great issue where Virgil lost his virginity. Yep, yep. And it, it was just so well done as far as like the teen and telling a story of a teen superhero. So, yeah, it's got a new web series. I'm not sure where it'll be on Netflix or the Internet itself, but it's coming out. So rejoice. More static shock since there hasn't been a static shock comic in, like... Well, they, there was a comic that I thought, like, maybe, and it might have been part of, like, DC's kids line. There was a static shock comic because the original milestone was static. Yep. And then the um they, right. there was a static shock comic that was out when the uh cartoon. when the cartoon was on. Most definitely. And De Dennis I think Dennis Cowan who or or, or is he he's involved Dennis Cow Cowan and and Reginald Hudlin who are like some some of the original guys who were involved in the Milestone and the uh the actual and the cartoon. And just to add on to what you were saying earlier, um it's actually going to be released by WB Digital. 
Ah. Um, uh, and their di- the new digital div- uh, division of Warner Brothers um, is actually going to be named Blue Ribbon Content. And the head of Blue Ribbon is going to be Sam Register, who actually created Cartoon Network. Um, and he's a- actually a producer with a bunch of DC animated projects like Teen Titans, Young Justice, so on and so forth. So I think uh, we're going to be in some for some good TV, some but good web series. But this is live action. So yeah. he created Cartoon Network. Yeah. Oh, uh, Listen, the fact that he has a background is what I'm alluding to. The fact that he knows what's going on with this world, with this universe. So I think he could translate it. Yeah, hopefully. You know, I really want to see a good status shot show. And TV has been improving. Web web series have been improving. They're also doing Mortal Kombat. So there's obviously going to be some money put behind it. So And they haven't done much with teenage superheroes on TV or even necessarily in the movies. Like, if you think about it, like, you know... It, it's mostly it's all adult stuff. I mean, you know, the event like they haven't done stuff with like the Teen Titans or the New Mutants or it's very much. I mean, there's some kids, some younger characters in the X-Men movies, you know, on Arrow. He's got, you know, Speedy, you know, um, his uh, his sidekick, Roy Harper. Um, but, it, you know, they, they haven't done much. And, and the whole teen thing was was handled so well in the original comic with Static that I think it's really ripe for TV. Most definitely. Anything else right now, Tatiana? Um, well, there's some quick stuff you can mention. Um, Interstellar is projected to make $50 million on its debut. And this is, I mean, this is before anything even hits the screen. So that's going to be big. I'm going to see that for sure. Um, there's news that Scarlett Johansson has been offered the role uh, for the live-action Ghost in the Shell movie. Oh, you yeah. know, I like Scarlett Johansson, but I think I that that's don't simply, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that that's that's just like what, what you're just asking. I mean, it's like when when I said, "Is there anything else, Tatiana?" That was like the news that I was trying to avoid. Yeah. Listen, but you have to mention it. I it's mean, this is like, Fanbro Show. Don't we have a drinking game about when we don't like the casting? So we got to mention <laughs> that, yo. <laughs> no, Shout out I, to I, Fifth I, Round I was, Entertainment. Yes. I like that for. I, doing a drinking game of us but yeah Scarlett Johansson like Lucy was like a bad enough um fake ass Akira Akira right so it's like um I don't need to see you do Ghost in the Shell too right 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 like no no and 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 it just (laughs) seems like there are there are other actresses that would be a much better choice and that's not, I mean, look, Scarlett Johansson is dope. And, she, you know, I just saw her last night and I thought she was really, great. Her movie. voice was really yeah. good. But it just seems like a really tone deaf casting. Yeah. Like I said, that was news I was trying to avoid. I mean, I love Ghost in the Shell, the anime. It's classic. But, yeah, no. I love Scarlett Joe. Like you said, her great movie. But no, no. Well, would this lift your spirits? Uh, Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee, says that a new Pee Wee Herman movie is imminent. With uh, <laughs> with Tim uh, with with Tim Burton or with because the first Pee Wee movie is dope and the second one is not so dope and Tim Burton directed the first one, so I don't know. I don't want to see Tim Burton direct anything these days. Well. <laughs> As I long mean, as Johnny Depp's not in it, it could be good. I mean, the last like eight movies that he's done, have, you know, have have been with Johnny Depp, and they've been pretty bad. Yeah. Maybe even more than eight. I mean, I don't even remember when the last time he made a really good movie was. 
Johnny or no or Tim, Tim Burton and maybe Johnny Depp too, but no, definitely Tim Burton. Then he do the more the musical uh Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I I actually I wasn't into that. Uh, I I didn't. Yeah, that wasn't. And and I actually I thought I was gonna like that. And uh, uh, I I never seen it, but I figured it I might mean, it's, be. I mean, you know, barbers who slit people's throats and then chop them up and sell them as meat pies. So that seems like it'd be. And then they sing about it. So you would think that would be a, a awesome. Alley. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just it was just too something. Um, but yeah. So uh, so Pee Wee Herman says a new movie is. Or Paul Rubin says a new Pee Wee Herman uh, movie is in it. I will say that I will go on record and say that dude got a pretty raw deal. Dude, you, you're allowed to <laughs> masturbate in porno theaters. He was not masturbating in Toys R Us while buying his Breaking Bad but figures. I mean, you know what, what I that? mean? What was that, like 20 years ago? Yeah, it was but so he's long ago. Since bounced back from that, don't you think? I mean, he's what do you mean? No- he has like a, he had a cameo in the Buffy I mean, my thing is his popularity, movie. like if he appears on TV like any randomly, right. like he's still popular. Like, but people, I feel like. At least I of mean, a certain age, they know who he is. I feel like he, you know. he That ruined him. Yeah, that ruined him. I mean, I mean it did for a long time. But 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 to the point where he he's beyond the point where he couldn't even show his face anymore. Like. He can at least put on the suit and show up and do but VHS now. existed sort of. back I mean, then. There was there was no, there was no excuse. Know. There was no excuse. No, no. For what? For what he did? Or yeah. For VHS existed. No, no, no. That is true. But and I you're w- a celebrity, right? But he also like he had the long hair. He doesn't look anything like Pee Wee Herman. And I just feel well. I'm, you're saying there's no excuse. I'm not even really defending his action so much as it didn't deserve like 25 years of, you know. Celebrities, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, other people have done a lot. Where I mean, look, look at everything Mel Gibson did like two years ago, and he's showing up in in the uh, what is it, the Expendables two or three or both. Robert Downey Jr. wants him to direct the next Iron Man, right? And well, and and he's a dope director. I will say. I mean, I you know I happen to think that the. Uh, what is it? The one with the jaguar paw? The the dope uh, Ap- apocalypto. Yeah, apocalypto is super underrated. That's so my kind of movie. And yes, he's a madman, literally a madman, and with no positive connotations. But that guy's back doing movies. I mean, he was threatening his wife, and you know, I mean, like you go back and listen to those tapes, and then see if what he did is not a lot worse than uh, than than Pee Wee Herman. I, right. I I understand that he was in a public place, but it was a dark room. And if you're going to masturbate anywhere that's not your house, I feel like a porno theater is a pretty acceptable place. Come on. You walk in Times Square, you see dudes taking dumps in between cars and stuff. How, how did we get here? We're not here? back in the 80s. So what? That's true. I mean, Fan I mean, bros, if you're still sticking with us, we're going to take a quick break right. right now. And we'll be right back with more Fan Bros show. <laughs> Yo, this is your friendly neighborhood Mega Ran with a special announcement. Make sure you're following the Fan Bros Show on iTunes. Subscribe on Facebook, like it, and on SoundCloud and Twitter, follow it. Let's go. Welcome back, Fan Bros. I hope you've been enjoying this episode. It's been so crazy. We're out here on the Space Pod, bringing you another episode of the Voice of the Urban Geek, the Black Web Blog, nominated. Voice of the Urban Finalist, Black Web Two Blog Finalist. Two years in a row, but now we're finalists. Yes. Oh, sweet. Make sure you go over there and vote for us, you know, because we need those votes. And since we're getting your votes, we decided we're going to give you something. <gasps> Uh-oh, it's time for another contest. That's right, fan bros. We are bringing you yet another contest 
just in time for Halloween, teaming up with CostumeSuperCenter.com. Let me say oh, that one more legit. time. Yeah. yeah. CostumeSuperCenter.com is doing a contest with the Fan Bros Show. We are giving away a $50 gift certificate. Word, that's a whole costume. That is a whole costume. That's a dope costume. That is a dope costume from CostumeSuperCenter.com. Or, or a dope mask or a dope like witch that you can hang out your window that'll cackle at children when they come near your door. Yo, I walked by a witch the other day <laughs> yeah. in Brooklyn. I'm like, yo, it's two weeks before Halloween. And I saw this witch that was like super scary on oh, some yeah. <laughs> People take it seriously. No, they're selling that animatronic shit like really cheap now for like a hundred bucks. People have like skeletons and cages rattling, you know, like with chains <laughs> in front of their houses. And it's like, well, yeah. I, well, if you win this fifty dollar uh, gift ticket, you probably put a down payment on that. Right. You know, or you can at very least you you might not be able to get a whole skeleton. Right. But you can get some bones. <laughs> you can get a half like, eaten crawl. zombie. There you go. Right. You know, you can get you a nice mask. You know, you can definitely get the dope werewolf. I was looking at Costume Supercenter. They got the werewolf latex mask it's like 40 bucks they have like all the costumes really yeah. anything you could think of from any time period pretty much mad video games they yep. have biblical figures they, they biblical got like black figures. jesus like yep. come on i mean you could pretty much be anybody who want if you go to costume supercenter they had like eight different like king tut costumes word yeah, yeah. so <laughs> this is the contest folks fanbros.com and costume supercenter are bringing you this the contest is we want your best halloween memory we it can be a picture. You can Instagram. You can Twitter it. Tweet us. Twitter it. Tweet us. Tweet us. You, <laughs> yeah, however you want to get it to us. <laughs> what we need you to do is tweet us at Fanbro Show at Costume SC. That's Costume Supercenters Twitter. Hit us both up. Send us a picture. Send us a short memory, you know, 140 characters or less. Yeah. But Let a picture me. would be better. I mean, a picture, you know, pictures are, is worth a thousand Maybe a words. picture of your best costume. Or yeah. maybe a picture of your worst costume. You could say, you hey, gotta, hey, Super Center, I need this this, this yeah, money so I can get a better costume. And you got to tweet both of us. That's the key thing. Fan Bro Show and Costume, costume SC. Yes. For Costume Super Center. Do that. We'll be choosing the next one in less than a week. Full contest details will be up on fanbros.com, right. as always, so you can get the info there. Whew, man, you know. This it, has it, been an exciting day. It is an exciting day. <laughs> my forehead over here. You know, like, there's a you lot know. going on. Oh, lest I forget, next week, Bergen Street Comics live show Thursday night, 9 p.m., the day before Halloween. So that's our live Halloween show. We're making, like, like holiday specials now. We're official. That's right. It's like Charlie Brown. Right. Wait wait till you see what we do for Thanksgiving. Oh, God. So, yes, Bergen Street Comics, next Thursday night, October 30th, 9 p.m., come out. We'll have drinks, you know, a little food, you know, a little beverage, live show, special guest. We'll all probably be in costume. It's an event. It's something you need to see. Brooklyn, stand up. You know how we do. That is how we do. Word up. Spread love. All details of all this greatness, plus all the latest YouTube videos, all the great shows are on fanbros.com. Check it out. We got new videos still coming from Comic-Con. All kind of interviews with your favorite artists, your favorite characters. Everything's there. It's popping. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's I, like, I, what more can we? I, what more can we say? We've given you contest. We've given you the news on Age of Ultron. Hooking you up with the yeah, hooking you up with masks and costumes and yeah, yo, you know, Fambro should be your first stop every day. Yep. And you know, and you we, should check back later in the day too, twice a day. Do it up. And Chico, since we've given them all this stuff, why don't we just give them a Netflix pick of the week? Right. All right. So, uh, in in honor of Halloween, uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna throw out there uh, witching and bitching, which is a Spanish uh, from Spain 2013 okay. horror comedy. Okay. But it's 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 one of these it's one of these the craft. No, 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 not at all. No. So this is like a heist comedy. This is like a gold heist going awry when some dudes steal some gold and end up in in a forest with some cannibal witches. A coven of cannibal witches. Um, what was the one you mentioned before with um, the hit? Yeah. Uh, well, so so you, <laughs> well, you, the hit has nothing to do with Halloween. Witching and bitching. This is uh, Alex de, Alex de la Iglesia, which actually, ironically enough, of course, means Alex of the church. And since you know the church is not the Halloween, you know, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> witching and bitching uh, is uh, it, it? It can be seen on your uh, on on your web app that rhymes with you know jet mix. Um, since we're we're not we're not shouting out particular uh, particular providers, but yes. Yeah, so two weeks ago, I recommended the hit. Which was a 1973 movie with Billy D. Williams and Richard Pryor, uh, where uh, Billy D. Williams is a federal agent and his daughter or his friend's daughter uh, gets killed by heroin, overdoses on heroin, and they go to France to find the root of it. It's sort of a French connection type thing. That, 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 I mean, uh, witching and bitching, just for the title alone, you know, I, I'll definitely say it one more time. Witching and bitching, like you said, it's on that random service that has you know a lot of red in it right you can check it out on there you can also check out the hit but witching and bitching halloween right. sounds good chico Leo. right exactly all right you know watch that before you come see us next week that's right let us know what you think of both of them let chico leo <laughs> know what you think of both of them right tatiana anything else before we get out of here Vote for fan bros. Word. Black Web Blogs Awards. I always want to say we blogs. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but that would that'd be really black. No, Very. it's the Black Web the Blog black Award. Blogs. No, the Black Web Blog Award. Thank you for the nomination. Thank you for everybody who's voted for us so far. Keep voting for us. Voting ends October 28th. You know, you'll be able to see us at Burger Street Comics on the 30th and congratulate us on our victory. Hopefully. <laughs> ain't no hopefullys. Ain't no hopefullys, baby. I said. We're when relying you see us on you Bergen, guys. You guys have to prove us right that you are the Fambro show and you are Legion. You are the Fambro's army. Yes. So vote, 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 vote. Thank you very much. Anything else, Chico? Uh, that's about it. I'm just sitting over here witching and bitching. <laughs>